Welcome to Wednesday Comics. You are listening to Wednesday Comics, brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com, Rainbow Comics, Cards, and Collectibles, and WednesdayComics.com. Welcome to Wednesday Comics. <laughs> Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, we have Alex, the Lone Ranger himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everyone. And I am your uh, Tonto. Tonto himself, Marvin. How you doing? And across from me, we have the Invisible Man. He's not here today. Uh, he went off to find uh, Themyscira. Uh, who knows if we'll find it? I don't know. Men, men are allowed there, so he might reach that place. <laughs> Gosh, what would Garrett do on that Steve island? Trevor? Holy, yeah. yeah I, well, no. No, no, no. Okay. No. Too much credit. Yeah. Um, Just an average man. Uh, him and his brother went off to Themyscira. They're trying to find it because Wonder Woman couldn't find it in the comic. We'll talk about that later. Couldn't find it. And so Garrett's like, I can find it. <laughs> I can do this. You know right yeah. now where he is? Atlantic. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I don't know. Hey, is the is the is the Bermuda Triangle in the Atlantic, or is it in the like the Gulf? I think it's more. Well, I don't know, because isn't it just right off of uh, North America? So it's almost in that Gulf. It's like outside Caribbean, the Gulf, like Caribbean. Yeah, it's, right? yeah. It's uh, Florida, Florida, then Cuba, Caribbean, right here, right over here. Famous girl, right there. That's where he is. Of course, it makes sense. You know right how you know when ships go in there. You know how all their shit gets fucked up, and that's where they go down. Yep. Garrett goes in there. His shit gets fucked up, <laughs> and he goes down. <laughs> so like they didn't even take a plane. He flew. His deck got hurt. You know, holding his head up. <laughs> he fucking <laughs> fell on an island, and that's where he is. He'll be back next week, though. <laughs> you know, people come back from comics all the time. Uh, <laughs> we're your weekly comic book show. That's a weird open. I told you this show's gonna be before we start. I go, this show's gonna be weird, and it is. Uh, weekly comic book show. We talk about book reviews, news, and sometimes we play a game. All three of those are included in this episode. Uh, let's talk. You know what happened this weekend near Comic Con? You know, San Diego's too big now. Yeah. Now they're saying all these movies. It's more movies, more about TV. People I've been hearing for years. It's near Comic Con. And C two E two in Chicago. Those are the places you got to go. That's where all they announce all the big comic stuff, and a lot of comic people go there. So New York Comic Con came out. Something's happened. Lay it on me. Let's talk about it. Let me. Let's start. I'm going to start with the juicy stuff here. The first juiciest thing when I saw it, I was like, you know, I talk about it all the time. I was like, hmm. Uh, every once in a while, I'm like, hey, maybe we're being too negative about Marvel. And then something happens. I'm like, all right, <laughs> nope, it's justified. <laughs> and this thing. To be fair to everybody involved with Marvel, except for basically uh, the uh, owner, turns out like everybody didn't know about it. So they decided it's fucking weird. Uh, there's an arms manufacturer. Um, let's see, here, let me read who it is here. North. Uh, I should be more uh, prepared for this thing. <laughs> so, anyways, here's here's the basic. Here's the GIF while this loads for GIF. Here's the uh, the gist of this. Marvel teamed up with an arms manufacturer to make this kind of, you know how to make those freebie issues? Yeah. To make a freebie issue to promote 
to promote them to try to get kids interested in like STEM kind of things, you know, science, uh, math. Um, but I mean, they're an arms dealer. <laughs> yeah, I, I say, I, <laughs> it's a weird choice. I wanted to make sure that I was hearing you yeah, correctly. North it's an Rob arms dealer, Grunman. Uh, there's a co- whole comic that's out. You can see it where there's even like a part where they're like, "Oh, this hacker decided to stop uh, hacking on his own. He decided to join the government." And all it's kind of weird. And I, you know what's the most weird about it is that Marvel knows, like Iron Man. They're like, "Oh yeah," and they're like it said Stark. In, there's an ad for it. Stark Industry, and they decided it has his actual company's building. Yeah. It was like in the comics, in the real world. So it's being just basically telling you to Tony Stark, like, oh, this is why it's cool because it's like Tony Stark. Yeah. But he turned Making it okay. But his the whole his whole origin is I don't want to do that anymore. That's evil. Let me go do something for good. And then Marvel's like, but wasn't it cool though? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Isn't being evil cool? Now they claim it was mostly for like the STEM stuff, like they wanted to promote that. But it seems weird. That that's your go-to, like, let's make a deal. And I bet anything the arms manufacturer came to them. But I think at that point, any sane company would be like, uh, not you. <laughs> like, that's a good idea. We'll reach out to, like, Tesla or somebody. Uh, you know, they're doing, like, electric cars. That's safe. Not you. I, I don't even know how. I don't. I, I can't wrap my brain around where that's an okay choice. I'm not seeing that comic anywhere and be like... Hmm, gotta get that for my kid. He's gotta learn about this. I want them to make a Punisher comic going against what they just did. Think about the ones in the past, Col- like uh, for toothpaste, Colgate. I'm like, all right. There was one recently for uh, a sh- uh, shave. Uh, what do you call it? Razor. Yeah. Right. And I was like, all right. You know what? All those I see those in this all the time. There's like an ad where they Harvey Harvey uh, Harley Davidson. I'm like, all right, makes sense. All these make sense. You know why? <laughs> they use toothpaste. I'm sure. I'm sure they use toothpaste. I'm sure they <laughs> shave. I'm sure they ride a Harley. I know Captain America does. And I know that Tony Stark was into weapons. Yeah. But the whole point is he's like, never mind. Got away from that. I mean, there was a point like in the 80s where he was kind of like, he was still kind of into it. He works working in the government. But 2017 now, you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's you know, get it. We're dumb, out of it. Probably a dumb question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I, I don't usually look at the ads. I just kind of blow over them like that. Uh, I think it's a Snickers one. I blow over that in the DC books. Is there a booze uh, ad? In Marvel Comics. Today? They wouldn't do that. No, no, I'm just saying in general. There probably had been, I suppose. Eh, Maybe. I don't think, well, no, I don't think think they would have gone there. Okay. I just want to make sure, because, I mean, I know Tony Stark used to drink a lot, still drinks a lot. Just want to make sure we're not promoting, hey, drink a lot of booze. I mean, possibly like uh, Cap or something like that. I don't know if it would ever be in the comics. But they might have used the property outside of comics to promote it. Well, I mean, mean, that makes sense to me. I understand if in the movies, uh, they're using Jim Beam. Or they're using, uh, I don't know what booze would have been around in the 19, what, 20s, 19? Moonshine. 40s. Moon, of course. You moonshine. think Cap was uh, running moonshine? Of course. No. Prohibition. That's, that's why he's pro-American. Uh, but that's just weird. I just wanted to bring that up real quick because I was like, yeah, you know, Marvel, like, you're trying to go in the right right way and then all of a sudden, like, these missteps. Like, who who approved that? I was like, all right, buddy. That's good. And it turns out, actually, like, Mark Wade. um, a bunch of people on Twitter were like, what the fuck's this? <laughs> like, nobody knew. I mean, somebody obviously wrote that comic, so that guy knew. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember who it was. If it's just somebody being, some intern, they're like, all right, you're going to write this comic. You're going to be hated. <laughs> By everyone. <laughs> you can't say anything. Oh, and they had a, they were going to have a panel about it, and that got canceled because people were like, what the hell are you doing? Uh, so maybe they learned their uh, lesson. Who knows? Uh, another thing came out of it. 
I mean, said that this is very obvious, but he made uh, it very clear. Jeff Johns, there was a Doomsday panel. You know, obviously, you got to know what's going to go on with Doomsday. Uh, not that I'm not into it, but I find it strange that people are always like, want to know everything about a book and like try to spoil it for themselves. That's like, calm down. The shit's coming. You know what I mean? I think that's coming like, in a month. I, I, like Garrett likes to know stuff about like, see the solicits. I almost hate knowing what's kind of, what's going to come other than what's in the issue. Or even, like trailers like that Star Wars trailer. I wasn't going to watch it. I was like, I'm not going to watch this thing. Why am I going to ruin this? I already know I'm going to go see that damn movie. Yeah. Like it, and it's not even like it's three years from now. If that was the case, buddy, I'm watching it, but it's what two months from now. Yeah, well, yeah, a little over two months, I think. Uh, Christmas, Xmas, uh, happy holidays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, but then I saw uh, Ryan Johnson, the director, was like, I know it's not to watch it because there's gonna be spoilers, but it's amazing. You have to see it. I, I go ahead and watch it. And uh, a friend of the show, Corey Wallace, I was like, you watch it first. Here's what's going to happen. You watch it first. You tell me if there's any spoilers. If it seems like it's spoiler-free, let me know. And I'll watch it. And then Mary, in, in our group chat, he was like, spoiler-free, you can watch it. I go, All right, here we go. Pop it up. Ryan Johnson says okay. Corey says it's okay. Like, that's an expert opinion and an amateur. <laughs> so let's watch it. Uh, watched it. I shouldn't have watched it. Lots of spoilers. <laughs> Here's the thing. They're all out of context, but I'm going to know watching that movie. Yep. Where's this scene? You're going to get this scene. Or you're going to get this moment. Looks beautiful. Yeah. The movie looks beautiful. I've yet to actually see it. The trailer. I wouldn't watch it, but you're not even well, watching the movie. See it, so so it doesn't matter. Watch the trailer. <laughs> um, uh, at Alex Pichello on Twitter. Hate Star Wars. Not going to go see it. Um, True that. <laughs> I don't know. True that. Think about it. Uh, I think that's like, that's weird. You know, I give you shit about not liking Star Wars, but I understand. It's kind of weird. I mean, it's like not weird, but it's like it's a fantasy sci-fi. You're not into, maybe you're not into it, but and maybe it, you weren't you didn't grow up with it. So it's like but that's the thing is I didn't grow up with it. Like nowadays, um, by the way, this thing's been loading for like is this still loading? It's, it, won't go, it won't go back. So. Probably not. They probably put like a, a block on it. <laughs> we don't use. <laughs> um, like in my in my age now and how long I've been reading comics, how long yeah, you yeah. and I've been friends, Garrett and Corey. You think I would be like a shoe in for Star Wars? And let's well, you don't like space because I, I have seen all seven of the previous movies. I have not seen uh, right. That's something they don't know. Rogue One. You don't like space. Yeah, I, I don't care for space. A lot of empty stuff out there. You don't like that. Empty- you know why I don't like space? Because no one can hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> that and you're efficient. You don't like all the open space. You why can't all be jammed together? Yeah, of course. Um, I like so anyway, cool. So I watch this thing. It's beautiful. I actually thought it was a little. Um, the first trailer for Force Awakens seemed to flow. There was a there was a path from A to B. It was kind of like a music video. Like when you watch it, then you're like, "Wow, that's like it flows." Yeah. This one kind of seemed like it was a bunch of scenes put together, which doesn't work really for me. And it was like way too much. Like, I understand you're making a trailer. Yeah. And there was a teaser that came out. I like that teaser a lot. Um, I did watch that because it was a teaser. But it seemed like it wasn't even that long, but it seemed like it was long because of the con- the amount of content that was in there. And it's, you know, like trying to make you think, Hey, this is going to happen. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just trailer one. Yep. Um, but still when I'm watching it, so I either, I know it's not going to happen or it's going to happen. You know what I mean? 50, me. 50 shot. <laughs> something to get you enticed. Something that's not going to be in there. Got you enticed. Yeah. You're or I mean, I realize you're already going to see this movie. 
But then there's going to be, like you said, the scene that you've already watched three times because it's in every single trailer. Yeah. And um, kind of, well, like uh, a movie I will be seeing with you guys is Thor Ragnarok. I've already seen uh, a 20th of that movie. <laughs> that, that's true because the movie's not that long. But also like Justice League, new trailer came out. Um, I haven't watched it. It's one of those movies that we are going to go see. I don't want to watch it. I don't. I did watch because I. Everybody in the internet said it doesn't spoil anything. I did watch it. Doesn't spoil anything. It basically the same clips we've seen before. Really? Now that can be one of two things: a, not showing us a lot of things because they are saving it, or b, that's all the movie is. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, who um, knows? In the in what two thousand six X Men Last Stand came out. We're just talking about trailers. That trailer showed me that whole fucking movie. Yeah. And it pissed me. It still pisses me off to this day that I watched that final battle between Iceman and Pyro. Um, there's nothing that was left to what I wanted to figure out. I loved the X-Men way back then. And it's it, it, it kind of ruined uh, that movie for me. Do you like Last Stand? What is it on? Like, what do you, what would you give it out of 10? Oof. I haven't seen it for a while. I would oh. like when people say that like horrible movies. I don't put it in that category. It's not a horrible movie. There are things that are a, good about it's it. It's not a uh, Fantastic Four remake. It's probably a six for me though. It's better than average, but like I would give. I still think X Two X Men United from two thousand two. Let's rate on a scale from Fantastic Four, the one directed by uh, Josh. Uh, forgot what his last name is. Uh, the newer one uh, with Michael Jordan, or top. Sorry, Sorry, I forgot his name. Michael, is actually Michael, Michael Jordan of the old uh, shit. MJ in the movie Space Jam and Whoa, the Fantastic Four. That's all I'm thinking back right to back. now. Bugs Bunny is uh, Johnny. Um, <laughs> we're hearing different <laughs> answers. Um, from that movie to the top tier, Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance. Holy shit. Where do you rate? <laughs> <laughs> well, so far this must it is, be it is, shittiest. Like, you know what's the biggest thing about that movie is? That which one are we talking about now? Still, last hand. okay. <laughs> Still, uh, the other thing was a joke. Last hand, the big thing against that movie. And by the way, how did we get from uh, Arms Dealer to Last Stand? Whoever knows. To be fair, we're still on Marvel. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, because we talked trailers. About trailers. Uh, Doomsday. Oh, I mean, so the news about Doomsday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back. We it. talked about this before the show, but we'll see where it takes us. This guy keeps us on track. That's what he's here for. Um, you know why? Because he gets annoyed about this. And then he goes, guys, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Last Stand, the biggest thing that that movie, the biggest... Uh, Great with that movie. No, the biggest sin that movie makes is being mediocre. It's not bad. Yeah. But it's like... Too contained almost. But also, it's a lot of fan service just to be like, hey, who's in this movie? Phoenix. We have Phoenix without building to Phoenix, right? A lot of, uh, oh, Beast is in this movie. Be like, okay, well... Like, yeah. but you don't make him good. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Iceman versus uh, Pyro. Yeah, but like. He finally turns into literally Iceman. Oh, guess what? Magneto uh, flips a semi. All right. In a scene that doesn't before. matter. But, and you know, there's a lot of cool things, yeah. but for what? You know what I mean? Agreed. I like, agree with that. Like Cool Dog the movie. Mediocre. Anyway, so this new says Jeff Johns. Cool dog's not a good movie. Uh, Jeff Johns says it's horrible. <laughs> by the way, um, is that the is that the dog that's playing the guitar? No, remember we had, we were used to work the video rental. There's a it was called Cool Dog, and he wore sunglasses. And oh, every yeah. I would see it all the time, and we could watch movies, right? You could see, I would see it all the time. One day I was like, let's watch Cool Dog. It sucked. <laughs> it was <laughs> horrible. I mean, on the, on the scale of what I was going to expect from them, we expected a zero, and it was below that. <laughs> so like. <laughs> 
from scale from cool dog to ghost rider 2 <laughs> <laughs> but so jeff john says the only required reading for doomsday clock is watchman <laughs> and he says it's a sequel to watchman wow so like they're going like hard they're not even gonna pretend it's not they're like this thing's a sequel that's a big se- that's a big selling point right there it's also though like that's also like what i just said you're coming in expecting a lot now yeah I said, I mean, being like, oh, right there i'm expecting a, a a nine a nine of ten on every issue and i want i expect it to hit all the right notes like this this to me is the apocalypse suite yeah I it mean, needs to be amazing yeah um i think if anybody's doing it though it's gary frank and jeff johns i mean jeff I mean, johns really doesn't write anymore but we gotta think back about jeff johns like prime jeff johns that's good, Jeff Johns. Well, I'm, I'm guessing that Jeff Johns would be the one. I mean, if he's been working on it since Rebirth started, I expect it to be great. And I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying that, oh, it's got to be good. It's just I know it's going to be good. Yeah. And I'll like, you know, we talk about a lot, especially like right now, like my uh, person I'm, I'm liking a lot is Tom King's coming out, killing it. Uh, prior to him, probably Scott Snyder. Uh, I like to spam and run. Uh, not that he's not. He's not bad now. We'll talk about this metal book. Um and then prior to that, you know, there's always somebody who's like the top guy and doing great. And everybody's like, oh, this guy can't do no wrong. Yeah. Jeff Johns was that guy. But I think Jeff Johns, I didn't read actually Justice League New 52. But like just like the Jeff Johns of Action Comics when he was writing uh, Superman, the Jeff Johns of the whole Green Lantern uh, trilogy that he did, the Jeff Johns of, um, you know, that era. Of the rebirthing of these characters. Yeah. By a guy coming in and being like two times when Green Lantern saving that character and like basically shifting them to be a lot of what DC does now is like Jeff John style. And then again, a rebirth to be like, I mean, by then he has a lot of power, but still going to Dendio be like, we got to do something about this man. Like understanding so at that point, I know he's not doing stuff for money because 52, new 52 was selling pretty good. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I think it was kind of squandering, but I don't think that's the reason why he did it. Um, there was a panel. I forget what it's for, but DCU. Remember they did that little DCU yeah. thing? Yep. Jeff John said he they had that panel and the room, like barely anybody showed up. And he's like, this is DC Comics. Like, what do you mean nobody showed up for this? And so he next like that week he went to Dandio's office. He's like, people aren't showing up because they're not investing in these people anymore. Like, what happened? I think we lost them because we lost who this is. And to have that kind of uh, perspective and like being able to see that, I think this guy like if you anybody's gonna be doing justice to this book, I think he he's, he knows like he's not gonna go into this thing being like, of course I'm right. I like I'm ready to Watchmen sequel. He doesn't have a big head about it. I can guarantee you that. And also, I know that he's not a guy that's going to go in and be like, uh, take it for granted. He's going to go in and be like, I can't fuck this up. Well, and that's the thing is that I'm going with, he's taking this, honestly, probably one of the biggest books out there. And then, I don't know if he's guaranteeing, but he's telling you, hey, by the way, this is a sequel. That's a that's a big step to be taking that's a big promise to be making to readers and fans of this book that are now expecting you to be just as mind-blowing it just as good of a storyteller for this next round um is this loose it keeps shaking is it really yeah it keeps shaking making noise 
<laughs> Here, I'll shut off your mic just that for a second. Let me just say, I don't know. Do you really? Uh... Oh, I think you know what it is. There we go. All right. Better. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Uh, I know. I just we just went on a big uh, rant about spoilers. <laughs> But there was one panel he showed, one panel of, you know, the, the fucking nine. You know how the nine panel grid. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's how he's going to do that. There's one thing that they showed there that was very interesting to me. And I don't know if you want to know. I or give two shits. Okay. You can tell me. It was... That's why it's called pastrami news. You're filling me in on what I could know. Rorschach in a jail cell and somebody, like, take him out of the jail cell. That's, I think that's all I saw. There's no, like, uh, lettering or anything No like context that. of anything. It wasn't just... even colored. It was just black and white. And a lot of people were like, oh, I guess he's back. To, he's back. Uh, he's back. He's alive. He actually didn't die. But I don't think that's it. I have a feeling that that's somebody. That's not him. A. Uh, and it possibly could be another character. I think it could possibly also be like that's a question coming back. And the question is assuming the role of Rorschach to figure out what's going on. Like he's going to be a big part of that story. Oh, that'd be cool. I think that's what the first thing I thought when I saw that. I guess when when we're talking Watchmen right now, we're talking Doomsday Clock. I'm thinking it's you know in its its own world Watchmen, but I guess Watchmen is actually literally part of DCU, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's that's, in, it's the, in that's basically what's happening with this thing. Yeah, that they're mixing together now. Yeah. Okay. I would assume. I mean, to be fair, I had a lot of people. I heard people saying, uh, "Can't believe Jeff Johns doesn't have any original ideas. He's got a or DC. They have to rip off a of Watchmen." First off, Watchmen is Charlton characters that originally he was going to make a story about Blue Beetle question and because they get got those rights. And then Alan Moore decided to, at the last second was like, well, if I wanted, he wanted to do certain things with them and DC wouldn't really let him. So he made it original characters. So, I mean, it's already the first one was already going to be like it's already based off of other characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is still like it's not like the first thing was 100 percent original. I mean, the story was. The characters were like were take off other people, and I think that's what's going to happen here. The story will be original, but then we have some characters we know. What's wrong with that, Jeff Johns? I mean, uh, to be fair, people? I mean to be fair, Watchmen has been gone for a while now. Other than that, before Watchmen, I don't which... have. Yeah, I don't have that. People are like think it's sacred. I really don't have that. Anything, nothing is, and a lot of people say that about other stuff too. Like uh, they ruin their childhood by like remaking things. Uh, <laughs> not to a uh, make fun of somebody who's not here, Garrett, <laughs> or b make fun of anybody who likes this movie. Oh, you, you talk about it. Hocus Pocus, the remake in Hocus Pocus, yeah. right? See, for me, the remake it, fine. But let's not even say that. Let's say one of my favorite movies of all time, Goodfellas is my favorite movie of all time. If they remake Good... If somebody was like, maybe we're making Goodfellas, I'm not like, fuck this, ruin my childhood. It's not really my childhood, but still, like, my favorite movie of all time, you're ruining it, you're disgracing it. Oh, make the remake. Guess what? I don't have to see it. A. B. Goodfellas is still there. Yep. I still got it on Blu-ray and DVD. Um, actually, get the DVD away. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and C, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Well, it's, I, it, At the end you, of the day, you still have the red, the original yeah, movie. It's not like they're going back, burning every fucking copy, coming to my house, and be like, "Sir, you got Watchmen in here? I mean, <laughs> Goodfellas in here? Oh, by the way, Watchmen too, because we're going to remake that shit. You got Goodfellas? And I'm like, "Yeah, I got it. Oh, take, we're burning this shit. We're making a new one. I just want them to come in, grab your disc, and then crush it in your face. Not in your face, but crush it in front of you. Not only are they crushing all of them, and then they go to Martin Scorsese's house. He's like, you direct uh, Goodfellas? He's like, yeah. You're dead, too. Let's go. You're in the fire. <laughs> we can't have you see the new one and critique it and put out some interview how it's not good. But you know what I mean? So, like, even if, it, like, let's say people, like, uh, 
I know this is sacrilege to guest host one, probably to uh, G-Dub here. Probably not to you. You really don't care. I, Like I said, I don't really. Like if they remade Back to the Future, they were talking about it. Oh, really? They were talking about it for a while. And uh, Bob Gale was like, when I into, as long as I'm alive, nobody's going to remake that movie. But even if they did, if they did, who gives a shit? I love Karate Kid. Jaden Smith was in Karate Kid, the remake. Guess what I did? Didn't see it. I watched it, fell asleep, <laughs> decided that I still love the original one. I rewatched it like three weeks ago. Guess what? I don't have to watch Karate Kid with Jaden Smith ever again. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think depending on how, and I honestly, I love Hocus Pocus. Every Halloween, I watch it once, twice, maybe three times. Just depends on how I'm feeling. If they're going to remake it, great. Make it for the new young kids to watch. Yeah. Like you said, it's not part of your childhood, but my sister and I used to watch else's. it all yeah. the time. Somebody else could watch it and be like, man, this is great. Yep. They remake stuff all the time. Like there's like older movies that they've remade and people are like, like The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. Oh. Brendan, where are you at? Um, lost. But like that's a remake. Yeah. And people don't know then. They're like, I love The Mummy. But then there's some old guy out there being like, fuck, you remade my movie? <laughs> you know, I, I, you know what? Pissed. I love that first movie, The Mummy. See? I remember being scary and as I got older, funny and really good. And that's one thing about comics we're getting into right now with uh, DC uh, fucking shit. Dark <laughs> every Knights, fucking time. Every time. Just call it DC Metal. <laughs> Dark Knight's Metal by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Uh, this is number three. See that stream right into the reviews because I realized we've been talking for a fucking half hour. Have we really? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. And I, thought, I was like, Alex, I was like, I don't know how much we're going to talk. I thought it was going to be like 10 minutes. Stretching to half hour. Of course. Uh, the thing with like this is like, so... That's the thing I don't understand, and not about this book, but let me finish that that before we move into this. Uh, people are like, we'll get mad about a remake, but then somebody else can love it. And people don't understand when they don't like something, they think it should be like banished from the earth. Yeah. When people love stuff, they're like, how can you not like this to somebody else? Like what you like. That could be somebody else's favorite book of all time. Just like say, Hocus Pocus remake, that could be somebody's favorite movie of all time. And who am I? I'm Marvin. Who am I? <laughs> To say to them, being like, "No, nah, you the wrong. original is better. You don't know what you're talking about. You know what? That kid has a good memory of that movie. So, like, what am I to tell him? Be like, I oh, know you're wrong. And that is why I like X Men: Last Stand. <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> I want I want all the Star Wars fans all... out there to remember <laughs> that one through three That's could be saying. someone's first. That's why I'm like, first Star who, Wars. Who am I to tell you? Oh no, you're wrong. You don't like Star Wars. No. I say it for comedic value all the time to your face. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be like Alex. You don't like Star Wars. You're dumb. No, if you don't like Star Wars, I understand. But to me, touch me in my heart. That's number one. Best movie. Um, no, it's not. Top 10? Mm, not really. A <laughs> little overrated. <laughs> See, no, at least you can be. You can take a step back and go, yeah, you know what? A little overrated. I, I am the, my most anticipated movie is, and we'll get this review, don't worry, <laughs> is The Last Jedi. But I'm not being like, man, like those movies are good to great. But it just depends when you watch them. Like sometimes I watch them, I go, "Man, man, this is like not that good." Yeah. And sometimes I watch them, and be like, "This is the best movie ever." It's my mood, yes, but also it's my taste. Like some, like when I was a kid, I loved them. There's a period of time between like twenty to twenty four, maybe twenty five. Who knows? Half century, quarter. Uh, that I was <laughs> like, I was like, I don't like these movies anymore because my taste kind of changed, and then I'm kind of back now. You know what I mean? So I think it helps that you've got friends who are uh, a little more. What's the right word? I'm going to call us nerdier. That's a good word. They'll bring you back to go, oh, yeah, remember this? This is something really cool. 
Yeah, I think it maybe that's part of it too. Yeah, you're right. Around twenty, I was like, was the the lone ranger. Yeah, no oh, friends. You're, you're the lone ranger. Roots of the Swamp We have Holland Piles number two is on pre order. Get it quick before it runs out. I know issue one, a lot of people want it, but it's sold out. Do not miss out. Contact John Boylan at Roots of the Swamp He will get you a copy. Get it now. Ten dollars. Very cheap for what you get. A lot of good stuff in there. Um, also, they just announced that Swamp Thing Witcher Special Number One. That is Tom King, Jason Fabak. Get that thing is going to be coming out. If you want to know what it's about, if you want to know Swamp Thing, Roots of Swamp Go there. Look at all the articles. Get familiar with the Avatar of the Green. If you don't know what that means, you need to get there. Also, I, like I said before, Greg Capullo, he's wrapping up to it. This Swamp Thing is hot, and that means you need to get over to RootsOfSwampThing.com. <laughs> no friends. Uh, DC Metal, so fucking shit. Dark Knight Metal, Dark Knights. What do you think of this issue? Uh, I actually liked this one the most. Yeah, buddy, this one was good. But I, oh, I but I still, but I did, I still found it really wordy. It was really wordy. But here's the thing. Here's what I thought, anyways. I don't know if you think so. It was wordy, but there was suspense because we know they were coming. Yep. There's a scene in, in the middle of this where they go to the Oblivion Bar. First off, I think that was cool. Is that a is that a, a place that's already been established? Never before? heard. Before. Okay. Uh, they go to it and they go. We brought you here. But they're gonna come. They know you're you're here now. Taking you invited them here. So them explain all that stuff. See before when they, it was a lot of explaining. It's just them in a room and that's it. Like nothing's happening outside, and so a lot of it is just like, oh come on, can we get through this? While this is like them in that room, but also it's a ticking clock. Like I don't know when the guy is gonna be there. So every time I read something, I'm I'm more being afraid, being like. You got time for this shit? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? And she even says, I don't think we got time for it. Like, there she's telling them. Let's make up our minds and yeah. do this. So I think that's, for me, at least, that was a little different because I was like, oh, I was like, okay, like, it's more, it's long, like, long-winded because there's, it, it's making more tension rather than the other stuff was long-winded because he was trying to explain this convoluted story. I think that was the one thing is that Soups was long-winded in this issue for me. Yeah, he talked a lot. I mean, this was a Superman issue. This was. And, and, and I mean, I understood that this was the Superman issue. First two are Batman. Yep. This is Superman. This is Superman admitting that his friend is gone. Yeah. So. And I would imagine the way this book ends, Superman getting captured and put into the battery, that uh, we won't see him for a while, probably. Maybe. We'll get an issue probably with him and Bruce, but I think now we tell a story more about all these teams that have gone off and done other things. We get Aquaman and... Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Which, that was was actually my complaint that I had mentioned to you earlier. The... uh, is it the Mar- is it Mariana? How do you say that? Mariana Trench? Yeah, yeah. Uh way too light. And those animals what does that mean? Like, it's so you you is is pitch black down there. Uh no octopi. That's an octopus for everybody. And seahorses. Sink. Pissed me off. They're, they're not down there. You've been down there? Of course. Where do you think I live? <laughs> seahorses don't go down there. What do you mean? First off, what do you mean seahorses aren't down there? Where they're are not they that at? far down. There's too much pressure down there. Oh, they're small. Yeah, well, they would just be crushed oh, okay. under all that weight. What about weight. the octopi? Nope, not down there. Squid. There's jellyfish, there's giant squid. But not octopus. Anglerfish, goblin sharks. What's on there? Oh, yeah, I forgot to take By the way, sorry about that. <laughs> Old. Forgot about it. Um, anyway, so 
Yeah, yeah, Houston, but it, Aquaman, it looks nice though. It does, I mean, and the art is great. I think that's the fun thing about these kind of event comics, and actually, this issue finally turned it over from. Am I going to enjoy this? Is it too convoluted? What's going on here? It's too much setup to being like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, I, I, I admit this was a great issue. Yes, low wordy at some points, but like you said, there's that suspense of when is um, when are they going to get into the bar? When um, Superman is fighting all three of them or everybody, and you're getting a little talk down of uh, Devastator. That, yeah, yeah. What happens if Bruce got? Um, Doomsday. God, it's good. The art was great in this one, especially yes. when they're in the bar and the lighting. It sets the mood perfectly. And also, like you said, I like that we start right away with a lot of like this dream thing that's not really a dream. It's more Bruce trying to reach out and tell him something. He kind of wakes up. We have a big battle. We don't get the title page until like, what, this is about midway? Yeah, about, yeah. Yeah, I like the cold open. I like that thing. And then we get... uh I like all the interactions with all the people. Aquaman fighting with Green Lantern. We have Nightwing, which is always the guy who's been po- about positivity. That's now not really there anymore. And you have Damien being the positive guy, being like, no, there's still a chance. What are we doing here? Uh, Deathstroke comes in and says, hey, this job pay. <laughs> so we get Aquaman and Deathstroke. We get Green Lantern and Mr. Terrific. Uh, and somebody else. Who's that? No, never mind. That's nobody. Wonder Woman and Dr. Uh, Fate with Kendra. We get Steel, Superman, Flash. They all, Flash and Steel, help Superman go to the... Which one's Plastic Man in? Uh, he's with uh, Mr. Green Man. Green Man. <laughs> Whoa, Green Man. <laughs> Terrific. Mr. Terrific and uh, Green Lantern. Okay. Um, they're in space. Space, space, space. So he, Superman's like, hey, Batman's calling me. I got to go to that dark universe. And he gets over there and Batman's like, fucking idiot. Told you the wrong- I did the reverse. That means don't come. And now he's stuck. No offense. I think I, it's pretty fucking cool, though, the way he's like Superman. Yeah. I got, I'm just a little scared. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, to be fair, there there's some definite stakes in there for Superman. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he can't beat those guys, what about the whole universe? Like, he can't do that either. You know what I mean? Yep. So, like, if he can't beat the Devastator, he can't beat any of those guys, I, like, now he's in that universe. What's he going to do? He thought he had a quick in and out. Because like, now he's, he's in the dark universe, right? Yeah. And yeah. Bruce looks fucking old, old and shriveled. And- Small, old man bat. You know? To be fair, I uh, if I were Superman, I probably would have gotten confused too. That the order of the words was it um, DC and it's supposed to be CD or something. Yeah, it was Clark Diana, but he said DC. No, no, no. No, it's all the way around. It's DC is the original is the right one, yeah. and he said CD. <clears throat> yeah, Carpe Diem. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So it's like no offense. I would be probably look even though Superman even says it out loud, telling him what this you know what the code was between the Trinity. Oh, he heard Carpe Diem, and he's like, "You saying CD? That's your code." When he's like, "You moron!" It's the letters that they're playing on the guitars or the notes were D and C. Yep, Diana Clark, like you messed up. Oh, that's right. That's actually yeah, that. That's a cool cold open in the dream. I actually liked how all those characters work. Lois and the kids and Jonathan Bruce trying to like tell them something and like not being able to have a moment, you know, he's always like in one of them would call it. I want be like, you can't do gushy stuff. Like you're supposed to be dark and broody. I thought it's, it's really like uh, cool uh, character stuff. And, um, well, it's nice to see them there, even just there, a little bit of their friendship. How many is this? Three. No, but I mean uh, the total, what are we getting? You know, page wise. 
I mean, like, it's just three of what? I think it's six. Oh, really? That's pretty sure it's six. Okay. I'll, I'll do a six. Oh, is there a little thing up there? No, oh, I thought it was just on the uh, diamond page that you and I, that we look at for the forecast. Because I'm pretty sure it's three of six. Okay. Whatever. Um, yeah. Well, I'm excited for the rest of it. What'd you give it? Um, I'll probably give it a nine. It's the best one. I think I gave the other ones an eight. Maybe I, I gave the first one a nine. I think this one's going to be an eight. But I've been giving them sevens because I haven't been as impressed. Yeah. So Best one so far. So, I mean, if you were hesitant about this thing, i say it's in good spot so far. It hasn't fallen off. We're halfway done. So, i get on to it. Well, and if Garrett was here, he'd tell you that it's a nice uh, payout for those people who have read Pre-New 52. You know what? Not but, really a lot of but, but I guess for me, it's one of those people that I don't know shit about that. Unless so, I've seen characters, certain characters, but... But it's now, you, now you're getting payoff from all the um, Gotham Resistance, which was in Teen Titans, Nightwing, Green Lantern, Suicide Squad. And you're also getting your build up from all those um, one shot issues of all the other Dom Breaker. You can, yeah, you can read that stuff. Play. I didn't read any of those Gotham Resistance ones. I have one, but I haven't yeah, read it yet. Oh, you haven't read it yet? Uh, and I really, I only read the Red Death one of the uh, Tyants. I've read the the other two that came out with it, Murder Machine and Dawn Breaker. Love Dawn Breaker. It was fun to see Bruce as Green Lantern. It's good. I would say you can jump in, even if you haven't don't know anything about DC. Oh no, I mean you don't you, you don't need to spot. read the other things for this. They yeah. reference it in the book, so it's in itself. You know what else we got this week? What's that? We got some Wonder Woman. Can, I don't know if you guys can see this number thirty two. Written by James Robinson, art by Sergio, sorry, Sergio Davila, and colors are Romulo Frandaro Jr. Oof, Garrett, this would have been your book. One hundred thirty-two, James Robinson's second issue of his arc. Uh, was it called Children of the Gods? It's something like that. Yes. Children of the Gods, nice. Still trap, bro. Uh, we learn in the first uh, issue of this arc that Hercules is her brother. Oh, we know that Zeus. Zeus uh, was the dad. It's pretty cool when you reveal that he's Hercules, though. Still died. <laughs> um, where are you now, Hercules? The Rock. Dead. Uh, <laughs> uh, so in this issue, he's dead. Uh, guess he had a he made a will before he died, <laughs> and uh, the lawyer comes and is like, "Hey, Diana, you're the heir to his uh, shit." And bring it to a cabin. Bring <laughs> That's to a, your cabin now. <laughs> it's your cabin. This is your shit. You got a line on the... What, what's the line called? Uh, Nemean lion. Yeah, yeah. You, his first labor. Yeah, you can have his fur. Um, <laughs> Where there's coordinates that are printed on it. So she finds out, though, hey, my twin brother. And he's like, yeah, here's the coordinates. She goes and finds him. What's his name? Jordan? Justin. I don't, you know what? I don't even remember. <laughs> something with a J. There is something with a J. Uh, you know what I think about this issue? First off, Something I don't get. Jason. Jason. <laughs> From the Argonauts. Um, what I don't get is we always get, and it happened a lot in Greg Rucka's run of this, uh, not really in uh, uh, Shea Fontana's uh, last run of this, a lot of Steve Trevor and his uh, Navy kind of group going on missions. I, and it's I, like, I've got this book from Warner Woman, not Steve yeah. Trevor and his little buddies. The weird thing is, he never calls her Diana, Wonder Woman, or anything. It's always Angel. I hate that too. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, it took me out of the book every time I read it. And maybe that's the thing from old, but like, it's 2017. Like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't, I mean, the thing, I don't know. It seemed weird to me. It seemed like an old thing to 
call one of women that. You know what I mean? It'd be like him calling her sweetheart every time. Yeah. I mean, she's call, she's got a name. Yeah. That's and you're I mean. on a mission. For me, yeah, it did seem a little like, mm, well, that's kind of weird. So. Uh, and maybe, like I said, it's a thing of the past. Maybe I haven't, like, pre, like, old Wonder Woman comics, maybe he called her that. But that's also a thing, like, that's a thing of the past, too, I think. Like, uh, But if this, this, I believe, does carry on from at least uh, Rucka's run. Well, I mean. Because they make reference to it. And yeah, yeah. so I isn't Steve Trevor an, uh, a current soldier? He's not from the past, is he? Yeah, he's called current. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's an old person type of thing. I don't think it's an old saying that he's taking. No, I'm, I'm just saying that like maybe in the old Wonder Woman comics, Steve used to call her that and they're just calling back. To oh, her. I see. I'm just saying it's kind of weird. Type it's of a thing. weird thing to keep around. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, like before she used to wear like a little skirt too. She's not wearing a skirt anymore. Nope. You know what I mean? Like update shit. Uh, <laughs> update shit call us something else we talked this is the one major grip with this uh, arc so far so they can't keep an artist yeah. uh, like a consistent artist the first issue I thought looked great really great I actually probably one of my favorite issues I've read in a while this issue was kind of like hit or miss depending on what page you're looking at had good moments like when she's in Diana in Greece and she's got her hair in a pony I was yeah. like oh that that's really good or Hercules Cabin I thought that panel looked pretty nice yep. um, the last page with Jason Look pretty nice. You could tell those last like three pages, a lot of effort went into it. <laughs> he was like, I gotta nail these. I gotta, yeah. Pages. And the, which I mean, which is fine. Those are the parts I really remember. There's remembered. some smaller moments that um They just, just weren't as crisp as they oh, could be. Well, yeah. It just seemed like, oh, let's get these out of here. I like the idea of the story being that it's um Grail, Darkseid's daughter, killing other gods. Yeah, I like this story. I like the story. And so I'm actually excited. I'm a little, I don't know if perturbed is the right word. Um, I don't know if I want her to have a twin brother. No, I don't think so either. And I, but now Hercules calls her a sister. They are, See, they are siblings. That I seems that. okay to me because obviously we knew they were all a family. That's how that works. Yep. That Greek uh, God family. Well, that's how the Azarella run was, was that they were yeah. all a collected fan, but family. To, to be like, oh, she has a twin brother. Then you're, Saying that they have the same mom too, yep. You know, so it's unless unless twin is being used loosely. That when Diana was born from Zeus, he was born at the same time. So what is the actual origin? She they mentioned here. Hey, I'm t- I'm glad we're past my confusing origin. Uh, what did they end on? Is she made of clay? Was she uh, born? Yeah, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. It was a it was a whole. A thing that Greg's like, uh, Greg Rucka was like, I'm going to solve her origins. But I don't think that he ever like said. If he did, we missed it. I believe his whole run was like, it doesn't matter. But then now they're like, let's talk about how she was born. Yeah. So now again, we're going to talk about an origin for the 15th time. But maybe that's the thing about this book is that maybe it's, it's oh, we're going to make you feel like, oh, she was born. Um, she wasn't. She's probably still from Clay. That's what we're going to find out at the end of this. There's a, in the first, might have been the last issue of this issue, one of the two, where she talks about all that kind of stuff, and she goes, I'm glad just to go back to being a superhero, doing superheroes, like fighting that villain. It was last issue. Yep. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. I love I love that last issue. I wish we actually had talked about it, because that was a great issue. Yeah, last one I liked. That. The only issue I had at the last issue was that she was barely in it. You know, it's but a one woman book, like, she showed up for like the last like five pages. But that was actually one of those things that, and I, I mean, I know that Cor- or Corey, sorry, Garrett, would feel the same. Like when you read Turtles, oh, they're barely in it. I actually didn't mind she wasn't in it. Yeah, but I mean, like, because well, when she wasn't, she's on a mission with Trevor again. 
but the, the first issue was mostly about Hercules and uh, Grail. Yeah. So like that was kind of like these two people don't belong in this book. They haven't been in this book. True. That was the only thing. This issue, she was in most of it. Um, Doing lawyery stuff. Yeah, and I actually think there's parts of it where she is just being a person, not a Wonder Woman. She's being Diana. And those parts, I think, I think James Robinson knows how to write her. At least so far, it's pretty good. I just feel like this has the ingredients to go nowhere. So I'm not going to be like, oh, this is great. Amazing. It feels like this is just like, it's a nice start. Like this is like a like a high seven. Oh, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say I, I'm giving it a seven. I'm I'm it was solid, but I'm still I'm weary actually. This is a book that I really like, and I'm hoping the story keeps going. But once I was told she's got a twin, I was like, all right, well, there's some kind of convoluted stuff coming in. You know what this book would benefit from is the um, Tomasi uh, Gleason strategy of. Doing an arc and then having an issue that it's just them like hanging out somewhere, the family, a vacation, having like issues issue. where you just have character stuff and have them just being people. That's what this needs. Just we needed between any of the arcs, Greg Rucka and Fontana, and then this now, we needed a place where Diana was just like, let's have a day off. Dumb question for you, and this is six issues past. Wait, what's now. Your, oh, never mind. I, there was an issue like that, right? Uh, number twenty-five. There was, was like a little bit of an issue. That perfection or perfect issue. Yeah. Which was the last issue of Rucka where it kind of brought kind Trevor of. and her together, oh, yeah, yeah. just kind of put things that end for him. But it really didn't feel like an, uh, uh, I don't know what the right word, a break to just go, yeah, because hey, it the still next was set. wrapping up stuff. Yeah. yeah. I just, like, I, I, we need a single issue where anybody, I keep to anybody, but like, you can read this one issue. Was the uh, Fontana run, was that actually current to in continuity? It's supposed to be, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Well, sorry. I, I That's did, what I mean. They feel really disjointed. I didn't feel, yeah. It, it, it felt like two so separate things. And this really, I think this does also from Greg Grucka's because I think Greg's was more introspective of Wonder Woman being like, who is she? What's her origins? Does it really matter? Uh, Fantanas was more like, let's go back just to having like a little fun story and it's quick. There's a lot of stuff with her and her relationship with, um, yeah, what's her name? Candy? Oh, Etta Candy. Etta, Etta Candy. Um, horrible names. And then this issue seems to be like, well, let's, let's talk about how her Greek uh, origins again. So it seems weird. Like you said, it's very different than the other kind of stuff, but it feel it kind of feels like the Greg stuff. I like, I liked, but it kind of felt like it missed what I want, like a little bit. And then the Fontana thing was like, Oh, it's kind of fun, but it feel like still felt like it kind of missed something. And then this one feels like, Still kind of missing something. Like, I don't know what it is. I can't say what it is. I can't be like, oh, I'll do this and it'll work. But it still feels like like that Nazarello thing was so good. Yeah. Well, I think I think the rocket thing that threw me off was that it was there was two separate stories working towards the same idea. That was very confusing. I don't like the way that was. And up, yeah. so, like, that her, I think it was the first year. I love that. Um, yeah. All the other stuff, I was like, yeah, I could hit her. It was hit or miss for me, yeah. depending on the issue. Um, we got some listener mail, actually. Uh, we'll probably talk about it next week. Um, where uh, Travis, listener of the show, said the same thing. He said he read it in trade. Uh, reads great. Really? Wonder Woman. But it's just that, that confusing. It's probably one of those things that you and I need to, and maybe he wants to go back and just read them straight As, on. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, even though technically we were reading them monthly, but sometimes I read a monthly book and I don't know what's going on. Like I have oh, to yeah. remember, take a while. So it's confusing also when I have two storylines going, so I have to figure out what part is what part. Yep. So yeah. where I left off, it's just a seven. Yeah, I'll agree with the seven. Defenders. 
Number six, Jesus, I can figure out where it was. There's a lot of stuff going on this cover. Number six, this is Kingpins of New York, part one. Brian Michael Bendis writing. David Marquez doing the art. We got uh, Justin Ponzer on the colors here. Um, so we have an issue at the beginning here. We have, uh, is it Diamondback? Well, Jessica Jones is talking. Oh, yeah, she's and talking. it's Diamondback outside that building he's popping pills and getting strong and they're gonna take him out for the final time uh i thought this beginning part was pretty cool i like the fight scene the fight scene was they were if we were talking about before being like the bennis thing was uh good to okay uh but the thing that was killing in this book the first like three four issues was marquez the last one they really didn't like the marquez art no um and this one, I thought Marquez is back. Like, uh, I was say issue five. There's something that rubbed me wrong. This was great. Yeah, I love this whole opening part. And you know what? I also love so they uh, fight him, and hold, and like Luke Cage beating the shit out of him. Yep. Which is finally about time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the whole time, Daredevil's like, it's not gonna hold up in court. He's gonna get out. It looks like I know how the law uh, doesn't realize he's a lawyer. Matt Murdock, by the way. Um, this room that he's a lawyer and he's like, no, I know the law. He will stay in people like him stay in. And then we get, I thought this was really cool. This art on this page. It was like, basically, you know, when they do those lawyer, uh, the uh, courtroom sketches. Yep. yep. Well, that's like, I mean, it tells you right there. That's the artist, uh, rendering. Oh, geez. I didn't even read that. I just get past that. I just get past it. Boom. One time <laughs> Alex gets something they don't get. <laughs> uh, I love that it switched to it. I thought it was cool because it's like, we actually, like this would have been like that. Like you said, it's in the bugle. Yep. So that was cool. We get that, and they let him go, basically being like, they beat him up. Uh, they they've been not entrapment, but black. They cats were stalking him, and yeah, in a coma, she can't defend herself and say, "Yeah, he did shoot me." So there's not really evidence that he did anything to provoke getting beat up, have a car thrown on him, punch in the face. Uh, so he's getting he's gonna have a court date in the future, but he got out on bail. Yep. And then we have uh, Hammerhead. Goes to see Black Cat, and then uh, Ben won't let him in. Yurik? No. Was it Ben wasn't let him? I thought it was the cops weren't going to let him in. Well, well, he's there. I mean, oh, he was trying yeah. to get into. Well, he, he wants a quote for the Daily Beagle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see the Black Cat waits, wakes up, and then we... Oh, come. I missed that she woke up. Oh, yeah, she wakes up right here. Oh, I, didn't, I, I missed that. I, yeah. I knew she was unconscious. I missed that she woke up. Uh, I just, just thought we were looking through the glass, looking at Hammerhead with that <laughs> fine flat top. And then Jessica Jones uh, is talking to somebody. You don't know who it is. You know who it is. If you're, uh, if you've seen, it's the, not on the next page. So obviously you're seeing out of your eye. Anyway, but you knew the cover too. Yeah, you're right. She's like, we need your help with this thing, and you have Deadpool, and he's like, you got it. By the way, I realized by reading this, I don't know if you you read a lot of Deadpool. You were more than me. Yeah, I think Bennis writes the most annoying Deadpool <laughs> there is, <laughs> or is he good for you? Honestly, this was, I, it may not, better? it wasn't so much the wording that was top notch, but Marquez art for Deadpool. Holy shit. Yeah, I did like that. Amazing. This whole issue, the art's good. Oh, and I agree, but I, I am, I will admit I am biased. I've missed out on Deadpool. By the way, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, what makes the book, the art, the writing. I, I've circled around. It's mostly art. <laughs> it, I, it depends on the issue. It's a big thing. Here's the thing. Art is the first thing you see. It's art's the thing that, I mean, That's you part of the medium. You it's, have to, to know what's going on, see the art. So it's more obvious. Like bad writing is more subtle. So like I, have, it's going to take a lot more for me to under, to see it and stuff like that. So, uh, hey, you want to join our team, Deadpool? And she, he's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, and then we have Hammerhead. But, talking but I would to like to point out one thing with yeah, yeah. the Deadpool is that it's it's mercenary work almost. 
Yeah, that's true. It's it's not him trying to be a hero. It's you're hiring me to do this. Which thing. is what we what wanted, right? Back. Yeah, that's what I want. To be in a merc. I want him to be the merc with the mouth. Like not, be the be the, the stroke, quit being the hero. Just go kill some people because you can. Get uh, paid for it. And then we get Diamond Mac talking to somebody. We don't know who it is. We know who it is. Kingpin shows up and he's like, nobody's going to tie to me. And uh, No one like, said the name Wilson Fisk. Like the, the, this panel, the last page. Great. Awesome. Because also, like, look at the shadow behind him. It makes him seem like this huge guy. Domineering. And it's just that shadow alone. It's just uh, enough for me to be like, okay, this guy means business this time. I tell you what, this if this was going to actually be an issue of a possible dropping for me, and yeah, this turned around for me too. I'm with like, oh, I'm going to keep on this thing. Even with uh, Deadpool being, in, I was like, you know what, I I understand them wanting to bring it in. He's got no rules. He's going to do what he needs to do. But to see that they're bringing Wilson Fist, the kingpin, in, is like, oh hell yeah, yeah. I I like this issue so, a lot. I'm going to give it a nine. Uh, yeah, yeah. The only thing I like was the Deadpool thing, but I'm really not a fan of Deadpool anyway. So, oh, really? that's your one. That's your one point drop. Yeah. I, just, I just didn't want to give it a ten. <laughs> What's this thing at the end? I, don't, I didn't even read it. I I assumed it was just. I read it. It just was just like telling you who they are. Oh, that's right. All legacies come with a primer. That's right. That's so I was like just telling you who everybody who was. Okay, I skip past it anyways because I know they are. <clears throat> so I, the defenders nine. Great, and honestly, that Marquez art is fantastic. Yeah, get this book for their Marquez art. There's some things that are just. Uh, Bendis likes to do a lot. They just kind of bug me in general, so that's why. Uh, we got some uh, Daredevil number twenty-seven, written by Holy shit, forgot Charles Soule, <laughs> art by Ron Garney, and colors by Mila. What do you think? We have uh Garney back in art. Art was great. Like it looked amazing. Um, the the story of rehashing what had happened to blind spot and has grown into being blind spot and how how good he is at learning annoyed me did it yes i actually liked his backstory a little no, bit. the backstory was fine it was the i'm really good at learning top notch bro way to go <laughs> it was it, i, I like this issue i'm kind of sad to see that the next issue is the conclusion to it though oh really Already? yeah yeah well we get the beast from shadowland in here uh that's from a like Andy Dougal used to write this, and there's a Shadowland arc where the Beast was in it. So now I, I misunderstood. I took the Beast as the Fist for some reason. The Fist was the hands berserker oh, no, from no. the Ten Fingers he arc. Is just the Beast. That's it's he, just yeah, called from the Shadowland. Beast. Okay. There was an there was an arc of, Shad- of uh, Daredevil where he was bad, and the Beast had possessed him. Okay. So now he knows. I mean, Beast and Daredevil have met. Yeah. Okay. He knows what it is. Okay. Um. Yeah, see, I like the Daredevil in the hole for a long time. He doesn't know how long he's been down there. He's got a beard. The art was amazing during that part, I thought. I love Fred, Rod Garney's really gone from a guy that, remember that first arc, I was like, quit copying Frank Miller, do your own thing. I think he's doing his own thing now. And that's what I really like about him. It's not a lot of trying to mimic. It's a lot of him trying to do Embrace. him. Um, and like using, like being more of an homage than being a direct copy. The story was, yeah, you're right. I think the story was, like, I like the backstory of uh, Blind Spot. Blind Spot. But at the end of, like, the end of the issue, he gets captured again. I didn't, was never, I was never surprised that happened. It seems so obvious. Like, the whole thing seems so obvious. So it's just like, 
It makes me wonder if it's obvious to Daredevil, though. But also, it's it, like, I don't know, this always happens. Somebody gets captured, they think they're leaving, and they know it was just for you to be, like, helpless. And then maybe Blindspot is actually going to help them out. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like just a story I've seen before. I, I, I Yeah. There's nothing that, ooh, I was like, oh, my gosh. Other than the uh, hand placement of the hand in front of the beast's junk. <laughs> I uh, did like Blindspot's uh, backstory. Like, him about it. How his mom was a farmer, went to the city, and then um, he learned to be an opera uh, dancer, and then... Oh, yep, being an acrobat. And then his mom paid enough money for them to go to America, and he didn't want to really talk about that. His sister was born there, and how he scraped every day to... Because all he wanted to be was an American. His sister just got it. And you could see in that panel where she's sitting on the couch doing nothing, and he's like busting his ass that she got it because she was born there when he feels like he deserves it because of what he's been doing. And then he goes on and finally accomplished something to go be with Daredevil and be a hero. Like he jumped to being like this guy and he was so excited. They took down uh, uh, 10 fingers. Uh, not really though. Somebody else took yeah. him out. Um, Got his arm broken by Electra. <laughs> he has arm broken by Electra, but he thought that was a rite of passage. And then Muse comes to take his eyes out. And he told Daredevil, yeah, I know it's okay. It's worth it because people were saved. But in actuality, he's thinking, no, I want my vision back. Like, I, sang, I could have let three people die for me to keep my eyes. I would, yeah, rather than die, then this happened to me, which is like, because like he, his mom sacrificed so much for him to come there, for, and then also he went through a lot of stuff to come there. It kind of seemed like it wasn't fair at the end of the day that happened to him. Like, why does this happen to him? He's just trying to do the right thing. And then, so, like, I would have liked to have seen him actually be the bad guy. Yeah. And the Beast was like, working with him or like rather than and then he's like oh my mom gave up her soul so she can have uh, so I have my my eyes. back and then he turns it in daredevil to, have, to get his mom back which uh, maybe I'm, I'm looking too much into this i don't think that um blind spot could sell daredevil's soul to someone else it seems like it's got to be a by choice I give my soul to do such and such a thing. Yeah, because then he could just be taking souls left and right. Yeah. Then why does he even need Blind Spot to bring him there? Just so, so he can take his soul. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Maybe, but like, Charles Soul would know. He's got yeah. one. Well. <laughs> but I mean, like, it felt like there's a lot of justification for Blind Spot, Spot turning bad. But then at the end of it, there was just justification. Like, then we just showed why he wanted his mom back, which makes sense. But I think I would have liked for. Because Blind Spot says in that spot, he's like, no, he wanted to be selfish in that moment to have his eyes back, and people could have died. He didn't care anymore. Like, that for me is like, that's a villain thing. I wanted the I wanted the vengeance to be Blind Spot beating the shit out of Daredevil. You took my eyes away. Yes, they're back, but they're not even mine. I think it's a great setup for a villain. Yeah, like if he would have been the bad guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would have been like, oh, okay. So, I it just, the, the Beast, I think, was maybe a, an okay choice, but not the choice I was expecting. From last issue. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's not even like that I'm saying, hey, this is this is bad. I think I actually ever liked this issue. Um, but it just seemed like could have been something else. It kind of seemed like you're just going to something that we've seen before. Sounds like uh, Tim Fingers is still around even. Yeah, he brings mm-hmm. him back, kills him. Somebody, somebody brings him back to life. Uh, say, there's a lot of... Uh, kill him a lot. Reprising the dead, so... Which, how, how do you beat the beast? 
Do you kill it? Do you send it back to... He twists those nipples. You see those things? <laughs> Purple nipple right there. Ron Garney knows how to draw bee snips. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> hey, you ever get those when you go to the store? Bee snips? Of course. Yeah, they come in the cheese um, flavor. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good. Eight. Is that, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, hey, this thing is bad. It's going in the wrong spot. I actually think the Merit of the Last Arc we really didn't care for. I actually like this arc. I'm just saying... Art could have been its own. Th- oh, sorry. Go on. No, I, well, I was. I was just gonna. I'm adding on to what you're saying. I agree. Art was great. Story was. It's, it felt like he could Charles Soule like he built this blind spot character, and could have done his own thing. And then now he goes and brings in a, a bad guy that we've seen before, rather than like you could have done your own thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, even the buildup in the end of Muse, which Muse is still probably one of my favorite villains from yeah, yeah. this run. Um, let let I wanted it to be more of a personal hit to him. And let it be so. You were my friend. You fucked me over. Yeah, that's now what I mean. You, 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 that's what I'm trying over. to say. Yeah, it could have been like a personal thing, uh, and it felt like it would have meant more rather than the supernatural beast thing. And I'm like, yep. all right, I'll give it an. I'll, well, I'll agree. I'll give it an eight. It's not bad. Due to art. Not at the end of the day, not bad. But you know what? I'm not going to say pretty, hey. Uh, pretty, if I'm going to be good. like best issues of the year, not going to be on my list. <laughs> uh, Black Science 32, Rickmender Mateo, Scalero. This is Moreno. Casino, uh, doing the colors. We have what turns out to be the conclusion. What to this fight? Oh, I, I I don't know why I sound so surprised, but you know the weird thing is, it wasn't that big of a climax to the end. It was just kind of a you know it turned out the mind. Yeah, it turned out that these guys really aren't like that big. Like that's not the point of this story. Which I mean, I think we all knew that, and I think the last issue, the biggest gripe I had with it is they made it seem like they're such. Like the main point in the story when I knew like this book has never been about Grant and like uh, fighting these things on the planet. It's always been about him and his family. Yep. And that's always been the main through. And like, I know last issue we had them reuniting, yada, 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 which should have been like me being like, oh, fuck, they're back together. For me, it felt like, oh, all right. We haven't had a family moment. And maybe that's part of it for me is that the only family moment is between uh, Kadir and Sarah. Yeah, and it's not a, it's not a healthy marriage relationship. It's a um, I want to. Oh, in this issue you're talking about? Yeah, well, I actually yeah. thought that in this one I actually had a lot of good moments in it, like that. Oh, really? Like that moment there? I mean, I'm not saying that's fucking good, but I mean, like at least we are getting back to what this book has always been about. And it's been about these relationships together. Well, which family are we talking about? What are you talking about? I'm talking about okay. Kadir and Sarah. That that this was good for the family moment. Well, this she finally realizes being like. Grant's still the best choice. Yeah, because he actually cares. He's going to help save my family. Yes. You don't yeah, give two shits about my kids. And uh, I like the beginning part with him and his brother when they're kids. Yep. I love that, actually. Uh, th- th- three pages? Yeah. Yeah, probably about, yeah. Solid three pages. Uh, really, during the fight when you see his brother. And, his e- brother, and even, right? even as adults, it's not even just the kids um brothers it's as adults they've still got each other's back yeah and that the old i think brian's the older brother correct yeah all he's doing is shooting these guys not knowing if he's doing anything he's just there to distract to save yeah his niece it actually made that moment like mean more and i think that's why the last one i was kind of like really didn't feel like there was anything there uh and this one i was kind of like oh okay i see it. these two like how we're maybe it's because i relate more to like the brother thing by seeing them in a normal setting, and then when you get to the fantastical stuff, then I'm like, oh, okay, I understand now what this is going on here. Um, but then we get other stuff like we have, what was it? I forgot. 
fight a lot of stuff with the uh, with them fighting. You get we get a slap across the face. Now he's got to die. Yep. Right. <laughs> That's what I thought first thing I saw. That I was like, well, Grant's someone's going to kill you. Grant's going to kill you. Uh, actually, no, no, no. Then we get the what I mean is going to be like the main point of this issue, right? The end. She comes in. What does she say? Who's this girl? I forgot what her name is. It's Chandra. Yeah, Chandra. Yeah, yeah, Chandra. She comes, tells, and breaks the uh, spills the beans for some reason. Is like, uh, oh, yeah, it's not the first planet we've been on. Me and Katara go to, pl- we had another planet, but we fucked it up. Or another dimension. Yeah. We fucked it up. And so we're here now. And guess what? We fucked this one up too. Like, see, I, I, I was, Marvin and I talked about this. So I don't remember ever talking about this. Prior. I think it's supposed to be brand new. Okay. I would hope so because I don't remember it either. Otherwise, you and I, are, you and I need to reread this whole damn thing. I think the revelation is Grant, and actually in the letter pages, he talks about it a little bit. Uh, Grant, I thought this whole time I fucked this whole thing up. Oh. I'm a horrible person when in reality they've done it before. Kadir's always been the one fucking it over. He's a, he's done it before and he came here and he fucked this up too. He knew, he knew very well what was going to happen the whole time and just put it on Grant just like he's been lying to uh, Sarah. Sarah the whole time. But now he's been lying to everybody the whole time. Him and uh, Chandra. Hmm. So now like in Grant, doesn't he show up at the end? Yeah, he's at the end of the issue coming out of the elevator. So I'm actually excited for this. I mean, now we're wrapping up to the end. Well, say we got seven issues left. I think it's in a good spot because it feels actually it's back on to what I liked about this book was the family kind of dynamic part. I really didn't care for the superhero like part yeah. I said the first the first arc of this whole book was great. Then you noticing them going through this time period, this going through the Eververse. Then the uh, the second arc where it was about him, yeah, about Grant figuring out Is that who God the world. Fuck? Yes, God world is amazing. Yeah. That's the best part of this whole book so far. I think. And then you get to the the other little parts where he's trying to find his kids. I did like that that yeah, part where he's trying to find. Yeah. yeah, that was great. That's when he lost his his uh, smarts. And then when we got back to here, and I was like, oh, we've been spending a long time in this arc, and I'm not sure where it's going. And now we finally picked up to getting somewhere. Yeah, now it's back to being sci-fi. So you know what I think it is. I, for me, I think it's especially. I'm not sure if it is for you. I get so many superhero stuff. I was kind of disappointed when it was like, oh, this is not a superhero thing. When we got there, and we're like, oh, okay, we're going to do another thing on superheroes. It's like, but I'm like, that's majority of this genre. You had a special thing with the sci-fi thing, and now you're going to do superheroes. Yep. So it was nice to see that's just a part of it. And maybe when I go back and read this whole thing through, it'll read better like that way rather than the months of us doing a superhero thing and me being like, okay, come on. I read enough superhero stuff. Rick yeah. Mander. Like, I don't need more. <laughs> Speaking of Rick Remender, the only thing that I, I noticed, and I read this a lot in uh, all, new, all New Captain America with Sam Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I found some some crutches right here. Oh, what happened? There's a well, Let me see. By the way, we don't mention it. We're not, we're not mentioning it right now because it's a 10 out of 10, is that Mikhail, Mateo Sclero art has always been amazing. He's never dropped off. That dude's killing it. He's going to kill it in whatever book he goes on past this. I'm excited for him from this to the end. There's parts where Grant is thinking, and it's, oh, blood in my mouth. There's, oh, I can. everyone's passing out. Oh, I got the shit kicked out of me. It's him telling me what I'm seeing, Yeah, and it, 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 it bugged me. That's something it was, just that, it was even, just that one page. Yeah, that's something before we even started the show that we noticed is that he doesn't do a deadly class, which is strange. Be it like on a lot of books, he resorts to doing that kind of thing. Narration about how he's feeling, about how what he like the blood and stuff like that. It constantly blood on my mouth, and you but you can see it. And it's kind of those moments I would 
it's kind of those moments when I want to be like, come on, Rick, just let you have Mateo Scalera doing this fucking yeah. art. Like, I can see. Well, that's, that's the only thing that bugged me about this issue. Plus is like, narration. Uh, yeah. Narration that I'm already seeing. Yes, I don't know that you got blood in your mouth, but I assumed after you ate some concrete, crashed <laughs> into it, you got something going on. Yeah. Have you have Mateo have him spit out, have France spit out some blood? I got it. So it was good. good. I actually give this one probably an eight. I'm going to lean towards a nine, actually. Yeah, actually, when I said it's, that, it, it felt wrong. Nine. When you you said a ten, I thought, oh, no. It's, to me, it's not ten quite yet. I think next issue the could art be a ten. Is a ten. But art is, oh. Mateo, that's what I said. I, we never bring up Mateo because we just assume that that guy's been killing it for issue one. Holy shit. And he's going to kill up to the end of this fucking thing. He's never going to miss a spot. There's never been an issue where I saw it. I was like, you know what? He's kind of missing it. No. No. I, I think he's only gotten he's better. a madman. So he's only gotten better. He even did that Batman issue, remember? And that Batman issue was great. Uh, 34, yeah. yes. Oof. That was a great issue. You know what else was a actually really good issue was uh, Royal City number six, written art colors by Jeff Lemire. Uh, that's my favorite issue out of this whole thing, out of the six that we were reading. Today. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Royal City six, right? Yes. Um. So this is in the past nineteen eighty three, I believe. Was it? Where did you see the eighty three? Nineteen ninety three. Uh, in the letter page at the back, he says. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> We have the story of the four siblings. Uh, we see how they got to where they're at. You know what? And a lot of times when you do flashbacks, you know, it's like, I like, it's like a, a, a quote from Patton Oswald. He said it one time, I like cake, but I don't, I don't need to uh, eat sugar, uh, flour all separate. Like, I don't need to, like, I like cake. Yeah. So why are you going to tell me where this all this stuff came from? And this was his quote about the Star Wars prequels. But so a lot of prequel stuff tends to be like, oh, you like where the story's going or like the story? Let's show you how it all started. Gotham on Fox. Um, <laughs> uh, so when he, when he said, uh, when he said, uh, let's go back and show you the past of these guys, I was kind of hesitant a little bit being like, mm, I'm, I'm really interested in this main story that's happening right now. And I know you have this through line of Tim, right? No. Tim. Who's the guy on the right? Good question. I was I was thinking, I know Patrick, Richie, Tara. Yeah. But I can't remember what the brother's name is. Go to the dinner scene. They'd say his name. Anyway, so we start with a lot of uh, this character. <laughs> yeah, what is his name? Tommy. Tommy, that's right. I know it was Timmy Tommy. Close. Uh, of him having headaches. And people thinking he's kind of weird because he's kind of out of the headaches really take a lot of out of him. Um, and then a lot about like, so you have Patrick working at the dad, dad's warehouse because he thinks it is logical next step. And then you have uh, one of the workers there. We've seen him before. No. Okay. No. Telling him, hey, what are you working for? He's like, well, I'm not going to college. So I guess I have to work. And my dad like help me get this job. And he's like you don't want to come work here because it's the only thing to do. Like this job, job fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. And, you, like, and even Patrick claims it does suck. He goes, it does suck. Yeah. He but goes, I need a job. He goes, you got a chance. You can like get out of here while you can. Like I can't, I've been here for 40 years or been here for however long he said. And I think like, he is 40. Okay. He's like, you got a chance to get out. You're young. Get out of here. Go do You can, you're young enough to make mistakes. Like I've made mistakes and that's why I'm here. Like you go make mistakes. And so, like that, you can see why Patrick now is a writer and take a chance and stuff like that. He finally, he realized, like, let me get out there and do something. So I thought that actually was really nice because I never expected to see my. I expected like 
we were going to get patched to being the kid who was like always reading, but like rebelling, being like, no, I'm not, I don't fit in with this whole thing. And like being the guy he left on his own, you know what I mean? Yep. Like he left that city because he wanted to leave that city, but no, he wanted, he was just going to stay there. And the guy's like, you get it. He's the, actually, he's the only sibling other than Tommy that has changed who he was, at least as a young child, as a younger person. He wanted to go with the flow. He wanted to be part of this this yeah. business. Well, it turns out that's not the way he should have gone. He decides to be a writer. Yeah. Um, but Tara's still a hard ass. Like yeah, when she's, she's talking to, I think it's is it Steve, the yeah. boyfriend or a guy that seems to be interested in her. He goes, oh, I called you last night. Why didn't you call me? Didn't feel like it. Then walks away. <laughs> and Richie, holy shit, that dude. Uh, that guy never grew up. No. That's the same guy. I was like, he looks the same other than. Just got he's got what I have for a facial hair. You're right though. Like that's what I mean, maybe that's what we're seeing from the story is that Royal City they stayed, but they never changed because that city just sucked the life out of them, and that's all they are. Like this guy's still the same fucking uh kid, Richie. Yep. Still uh, drinking, still smoking. Tara's still angry because she is not happy where she is, but she's not leaving because she, you know, doesn't it wasn't like Patrick, didn't have the motivation to be like, I gotta get out of here. But then Patrick gets pulled back in regardless. It's that city. And he still seems to be unsuccessful. It's like a parasite, that city. Yeah. I say this, and uh, making a weird parallel, it's Gotham. Yeah. I mean, Once you're in Gotham, you're stuck in Gotham. Except you don't have crime, you have, uh, you get drained of your life. Not real, not literally, yeah. but metaphorically. And, well, I mean, literally in the case of Tommy, we're going to see that he actually does die. He's having these headaches, really bad headaches. I was trying to figure out what it is that I understood what was causing it. He's hearing. Is the tower causing these headaches? Because it's at the end of this issue. I think that was him. He talks about it a lot that he kind of feels like he's falling and uh, he might get sucked into the black hole. I think that was just him having, you know what I think actually it is? Because I've heard about a lot about this. I don't know if it is for sure, but when people have, God, what's it called? It's, it's this type of seizure. They lose time. And in that part, he's outside on the on the uh, lake shore. Yeah, and they have like dreams, like people they like think they daydream, and that's I think what's kind of happening to him. But there's a part where he's sitting; it's like daylight out, and then when Tommy wakes up, it's like night, and they're all eating dinner. And he's like, "Oh, where you been, Tommy?" It's like he's losing time, so I think he's having like seizures. Well, you could see that, and that's like the headaches, like they're the oncoming of the seizure. I don't know. I have to ask. This house page was actually probably one of my favorite panels. It was just this house. Jeff Lemire's art. Some people might look at it and be like, oh, this thing looks ugly. You might think that it doesn't look professional, uh, clean. But Jeff Lemire's art is very, like, if I'm going to say any art looks emotional, like that thing, like I can look at people's faces and see who they are. I can see the pain in their face. When I see um, in the future, uh, Tara, when she was yelling at her husband, be like, I want a divorce. Like, there's more emotion in that face than I've seen. And, like, <laughs> not that I'm not ragging on him, but I, like Alex Ross is like 100% realistic. Yeah. But it's emotionless. And this thing, I think Jeff Lemire, especially with his fucking watercolors, amazing. I mean, this book, this, if you're getting any book right now, I don't know what people better not be sleeping on this shit. And they like better not be selling. It better be selling a lot. Like, if this thing is not selling and it gets canceled, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I am too. Um, and I know Jeff Lemire is going back to do some DC work. Uh, he's doing uh, the Terrifics. Uh, and that says to me that maybe his stuff isn't selling well. 
Or maybe it does. Maybe it just looks back to DC. That could just very be well. That well I, I think, I, hopefully for DC, it's just going, that's hey, we're yeah. seeing that you're kicking ass. Yeah. We want to bring you back I hope in. that's it. I hope that's not him being like, I need money. You know what I mean? So If he's doing it in his downtime, though, I mean, I'm like the way I'm hoping it is, it's, oh, I'm taking a break in Royal City again because I got this to do quick. I really think this, and I know we talk about it a lot on the show and we kind of contemplate what are books you can give the people who can read comics. I think Royal City, especially the first volume, I could give that somebody to be like, you should read this. It's very, like, you don't need to know, you don't need to be investing in like a sci-fi kind of thing, a fantasy kind of thing. You just, just got to live life. Just there and be like, this is a book about people. So you, like, you're not, sorry, not to interrupt you, no, no. but I just want, before I forget it, I look at this cover and I'm going, you know, Tara and Richie, they look like they're pissed, but those are two people who are still living in the city. Yeah. They just, they look so upset. But the other two look lost. Like they're not sure what they're supposed to do. Obviously, Tommy's dead. Spoilers. But even Patrick still look, has that innocent. I don't know where to be. And these other just two are the cover, just, you mean? Yeah, just by the cover. Well, Tommy seems like. Uh, well, Patrick is the kind of kid. I think Patrick is Jeff Lemire. Patrick is the uh, kid who and Jeff Lemire talks about it in the letter pages. The kind of kid he was. He doesn't say he's like Patrick, but. I assume it's Patrick, uh, that he was a kid that was very quiet, wouldn't come out of a shell, and then he started in 1993 is kind of when he broke out of his shell, started being, uh, in like, hanging out with people and stuff like that. That seemed, that's like Patrick. He keeps himself, reads books, you know, so he might be lost. He might just, I mean, he does, you're right, though, on that cover, like, kind of shocked kind of look. Uh, but it take, that just says more to me that that kind of kid gets out. Like mm. it takes a lot to leave your hometown. It takes a lot to leave your family behind. It's very scary. And we're going to probably see like that guy told him that Tommy's going to die. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to die here. Yeah. I'm leaving. You know what I mean? I'm not going to die in the city that I'm born in that. There's nothing for me here. There's a fucking factory. That's the only thing that runs this fucking town. And I uh, read all these stories from places all over the world. And what am I doing here? I don't have to be here. So, it's it's a good nice story, especially if you like ever lived in a small town and you were able to. I, now I'm just gushing over this movie. It's it's amazing. Uh, art's ten. amazing. The ten out of ten. This thing, every single issue has been amazing. I, I, I on, this is probably one of my favorite. Just probably top five books right now. I yeah. think is Royal City. I don't think what, there's been a recent series where, like obviously Deadly Class on this book on this show, we've set ten out of tens mostly. Mm. I don't. But has there been a stronger start to a series? Like uh, class killer took a be, while, right? Killer be killed by the next runner up on a book that, oh, that generally is, speaking, but it dip, we gush over. Right? It did. It did dip. That's the problem. But is that those first is, four or five fun. issues have been solid? This first six issues, I don't think I can't speak for Garrett, and I really can't speak for you, but I assume you feel the same way. Yeah, it's been strong the whole yeah, yeah. whole run. Yeah, I would think that if this is ran as long as there were daily classes right now, for me, I think it would push it above it. Daily class has more issues out, so like I'm more invested in that. But this is up there with it. Yeah, you're right. Top five. It could. I could. If somebody told me like which one's your favorite book, it would. Be, I would be like, oh, it would take me a second. I think I'd still end up saying Deadly Class just for the fact that, like you said, there's more issues. We are more invested in it. But I give this another six issues, seven issues. It's going to be probably number one. Yeah, yeah. If it it's stays as strong as it is. Royal City number six. That's Jeff Lemire. Check it out. Give it to somebody as a gift. I'm sure that first trade is out. Uh, Black Science number 23, 32. 
Def, uh, Def Jam. The Defenders, number six. I saw, uh, Metal, number three. And Wonder Woman, number uh, 32. And Daredevil, number 27. Uh, get those books. Get them. Read them. You know what I... You know... There's a lot of stuff you can escape into. Movies, TV, comic books. Shit's going down every day. Read a book. Read you DC Metal fucking shit. Dark Knight's Metal is a nice escapist book. You know, like there's a lot of stuff in comics. I was thinking about this. I actually was thinking about this yesterday. There's a lot of comic books like The Royal City that's reflective about life, makes you think about stuff, makes you feel a little somber. Uh, Might have made me cry a couple issues ago. Uh, or feel was it the dad issue? Yeah, no, it was. Um, might have been the last issue where Tommy, you know, when he's like above, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, so like that, you know, and that's it has its place. Obviously, we're saying top five, but something like Dark Knight Metals, I appreciate for just being an escapist. You can read that and be like, this is fucking like crazy comics, and sometimes you need that. Yep. And I would say it's worth it. Go get it. I don't know why else I'm recommending that book, but I just oh, saw it right but, now. But it really is like, one yeah. of those books that is, it is so far out there. I mean, holy shit. They've got Batmans from every universe coming to beat the shit at yeah. this one specific thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, some people, I've seen a lot of people, and we talked about, like, we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Some people uh, like to be like, oh, no, this is great. And then somebody else is like, well, no, this, these are good comics. And you're like, no, I don't think they both can be good. So I think you need, like, there's good comics that are, like, uh, about life. And there's good comics about fucking dark universe Batman's. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, have a balance here. Like, those you need both those in your life. And you know, honestly, that's that's my favorite thing about getting comic books. There's good stuff all around. There's things that make you think about life. There's things that make you think about Batman. So, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, even some of those other books make me think about Batman. As <laughs> you just said, Frodo City Gotham. So, like, make your uh, analogies any way you want to. Uh, get this book. It's really good. Really good. I mean, before the show started, we said it was a. Uh, we were talking about it, and be like, oh, I don't know. but it was like it wasn't bad. It's was actually one of those things I was telling Marvin before the show that, I, you know, none of these books really sold me. And honestly, talking out loud to someone else who reads these books, it does make me go, you know what? That was a good issue. There's a couple of choices maybe we could they could have made differently in some of those issues. Daredevil, um, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, stuff like that. But like overall, it wasn't like now ah, this is a bad issue. Still above a six. Still, still good. Rainbow comics and cards. Looking for comic books, collectibles, board games, or any sports memorabilia or sports cards? The only place you need to shop in Sioux Falls or Lincoln, Nebraska. Visit their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Rainbow Comics and Cards, or their Lincoln location at Rainbow Comics and Cards, Lincoln. Or find them online anytime at rainbowcomicsandcards.com. Uh, Garrett is gone, obviously. Went to Themyscira with uh, guest host one. But Alex is here. So, Alex, we're going to play a little game. We took a play before, Marvin on the mic. We're going to play the uh, single-player edition. We have uh, changed it up. Let's see. Well, first off, let's check and see if this uh, internet's working so I can pull up the game here. Um, Sign in. You fucking sign in. <laughs> Just, you fucking sign in. Guess what? It told me to sign in. So I click on it. Okay, let me sign in. Then it just signed in. Like there's Piece it doesn't ask me to put in the name or anything. Um oh wait. Just confirm you want to sign in. Okay. 
So, Alex, we're going to play. It's a little different here. Uh, can you get a timer out for uh, 60 seconds? So here's the way it's going to go. So obviously, in the last time we played this game, if you want to go back to that episode on the show, I think it was only a few episodes ago, right? Yeah, two or three. Um, we played this with uh, Garrett and Alex, where they played a couple rounds to see who got to the final round. Well, obviously, we can't do that here because Alex is here. However, later on in the uh, later on in the final, later on in the uh, final couple of rounds here, normally you get right. You have to answer within each round. You have to get. You can't have two wrong within the round; otherwise, you lose. Okay. So the beginning part we're gonna do here is going to be the part where you name something as much as you can within 60 seconds. Okay. You have to... Um, oh, there's no... Is there a majority? I, I knew the one was I had to get majority of the things right. Oh, that was the first part of it. Never mind. Okay. But... Um, where I couldn't get two wrong in a row or two here's wrong. Here's the thing. You get me more than seven. We'll say seven. Lucky number. Okay. Then, so in the last part of the round, I'm going to give you lifelines. I figured that when you're naming this. So hopefully I can get over seven or over to move if on you to do, the finals. Well, you'll move to the finals no matter what. Because okay. obviously, otherwise, it's going to be a very short game. <laughs> but the thing is, you're going to get two lifelines guaranteed okay. for the last round. However, you, you'll get a third one if you can get at least seven of these. So this is a chance to earn a third lifeline for the last part. Okay. So, 60 seconds on the clock. Yep. And um, let me try to log into this motherfucker. Someone's getting a little sleepy. So, hopefully, he's awake if I have to call. Oh, okay. Spoilers. Tell him we're starting right now. I did. I told him we were starting. You know what? Fuck. I just logged into that. So, I also didn't know my password. All right, whatever. I know the first part, so we'll do that while and then while you're answering, I so keep score yourself. I'll, I'll count on my fingers. These guys are obviously going to see, so they know you're, if you're lying here. Uh, six seconds on the clock. Uh, Ready? Start after I tell you. Name me as many as you can. DC superheroes that wear masks. Batman, Flash, Green Arrow, Green Lantern. Uh, I suppose I can't use other Green Lanterns, can I? Uh, if you can John Stewart, them. Hal. So Hal Jordan, John Stewart. Uh, no, that guy doesn't wear it. Holy shit! Oh fuck! 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 So I'm up to five. I need two more. Thirty-five, 35 seconds. seconds. <clears throat> um, Mr. Miracle. I know everyone else is listening to this, just screaming out. Would you count Cyborg's thing as a mask, even though it's actually his face? No, it's his face. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Miracle, I'm even having a tough time with, because is it a face paint? No, I thought it was actually a mask. Was it a mask? Okay. Um, what about Orion? Orion instead of Mr. Miracle. Is that a mask, or was that a helmet? Fuck you, you dipshit. Uh, Wildcat. And I'm up to six. Okay, that's it. I only got six. No, you didn't get it. Depends on how picky you were being. You got six? I got six. Did you get seven? Well, if you're counting Mr. Miracle, but if you're not, or if you're not counting Orion. Oh, those were Bardo. You took him off? 
I took him off thinking I'll that. I'll call him Mr. Murko because I don't know. Okay, Might so that'd be up to seven. All right. <clears throat> Should have just named Wally West. And well, got to reset my pastor. Hold on a second here. <clears throat> well, that's kind of fucked up, right? <coughs> don't they get to somehow verify that who I am? It seems odd that you've had this thing on and it still needs to know that you're you. Well, here's the thing. Before you got here, little inside baseball. Uh, I had forgot my password, so I reset it, and so that yeah, I, and then now I don't remember what the fuck I reset it to, and it was literally was an hour ago. Nice. Um, it's weird that I just gave you a compliment a while ago about that steel trap. <laughs> yes, update the password. Of course. The weird thing is, is that I click, oh, I don't know the password. And it's like, all right, make one up, rather than being like, we got to verify you. So that's kind of uh, <laughs> Google, Google what the fuck's happening here. Um, here we go. Here's the rest of the question. So I'll you advance. You know how it worked last time. We had two rounds and then a final question. In this, since you're by yourself, we have three rounds and then a final question. Okay. Remember, if you get two wrong within the round, the game is over. So now you're asking me questions. Okay. I'm asking you questions. You're going to have lifelines, three of them. The lifeline you just earned is the chance to skip a question. Okay. Uh, the second one is 50-50. Okay. I'll take, around, take off two wrong answers. Okay. Just kidding. I'm going to take off. One of the right answers and one of the wrong answers. Still the right thing. Still the same thing. Same thing. <laughs> uh, number three is you have a phone to friend. We have uh, Garrett on the line. If he's not sleeping, you might lose that lifeline. <laughs> uh, G-Man himself is ready to answer a question. Now, the thing is, who knows if he knows it? So uh, Here we go. First round, even though I wrote final round. Who knows? All <laughs> because uh, oh, this is the final round normally. Uh, who writes mind management? Is it uh, A, Jeff Lemire, B, Matt Kent, C, Jonathan Hickman, or D, Spider-Man? <laughs> you don't know. He's a writer. No, he's a photographer. <laughs> so I know it's, I know it's not Spider-Man. Yeah, you don't know. Might be. Might be. It was Jonathan Hickman, Matt Kent. Matt Kent, Jeff Lemire. Mind management. Book came out about what? Four years ago? Five years ago? Yeah. And I know you have it. I do. It is right behind you. I know. I am going to use my 50 50. 50 He's going to use it. Uh, computer, take away uh, the right answer and one of the wrong answers, please. <laughs> okay. I left you with uh, Jonathan Hickman and Spider Man. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Hickman. <laughs> Final answer. Oh, no. These are the one. These are both wrong answers. This is the opposite 50 50. Oh, you took away? The computer is dumb. <laughs> and it it just leads you to two wrong answers. Okay. So, so the you have to use your mind and. So I have to get the other two. <laughs> Matt Kitt and Jeff Lemire. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good thing you told me again. I thought, oh, those are both wrong. It's the only one that makes sense. Okay. Um, that's your fucker because those are the two <laughs> I know, that I was, I was torn between. Because <clears throat> you know, I know it's not Jonathan Hickman. Um, shit. I'm going to go Matt Kent, final answer. Matt Kent, final answer. Remember, he can't get too wrong in a row, otherwise he's out. But that's the correct answer. Is so it? Okay. We'll I thought it was like, I don't, I don't know if it's just me or not. It is. And it, the, he did the art too. So it's okay. the same kind of art. It basically looks like Department H. Cool. Uh, here we go. Second question. You might want to get the phone ready for this. I, I might have to. Uh, the Fantastic Four does not include Reed Richards, 
Dr. Doom, Ben Grimm, or Sue Storm? Fantastic Four does not include. Which one of those? Oof. I'm going to say does not include Dr. Doom. In advance, it should. And that's what I'm going to advocate for. (laughs) Dr. Doom is love. Uh, Third one here. Here we go. You have two lifelines left. Remember, we have skip a question and we have call a co-host. Call Garrett. (laughs) Eli Bradley, Rayshon Lucas, and Jeffrey Mace were once the Punisher, the Winter Soldier, the Patriot, or Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm going to have to call Garrett. <laughs> Could I call Garrett? Okay. Yeah. Here, I'll call him. Let this. me let him. Let me I'll le- call him in this. That way you can hear him. Oh, okay. We can record it. Uh, here we go. Calling Garrett. That way he, you can ask, ask him the question. Jeez. <clears throat> Ray Sean Lucas. Like, I have a thought, but I'm not sure. Hopefully Garrett knows, you know. I hope so. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'll be fine even if I don't get this one. Reason the old, uh, <clears throat> hopefully he knows, t- tell him we're calling from the Wednesday Comics number. That way he knows the answer. Oh. You know what? Tell him I'm not going to call him on Facebook. <laughs> uh. Calling him, calling him. Blending. Surprise, motherfucker. Lots of dead space. There is. Uh, Log me out of Facebook, too, for some reason. A lot of snafus. <laughs> Guess what happened when Garrett's not here? Not that he's, uh, he would. I was even be able to fix this for you, but it'd be easier to call him when he's already right there. So you think if he, did he, if he's in the Bermuda Triangle, like he landed on an island, who kills the other one first, Corey or Garrett? Oh, I, I, I don't think there's a question. I think it depends. Does Garrett annoy Corey, or is it just which one decides to eat the other first? Uh, Corey obviously dies, right? Yeah, I'm I think I still would give it. Garrett's going to be the. The murderer first. Not that I mean Corey would put up a fight, but I mean Garrett kills him in the middle of the night. So like, so I think I think Garrett just wait up. Right now, Corey's probably asleep. That's probably why he can't call you right, or he can't what I mean. answer. It's That's what I mean. Seven p.m. Garrett is. Give me your phone. <laughs> Garrett is. I'm gonna put this in here. Uh, yeah, call him up and then plug this in. Do you want me to call him or which one, on what? My actual phone or? Yeah, yeah. Where's the plug-in for this? The right. headphone. On top. Okay, here we go. And you have to pop the thing up. Okay. All right. A lot of snafus, but stick in there. We're going to call Garrett right here. All of this part. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> then he's obviously the Superman circle. Okay. Let's call this guy. Call him. Garrett? Oh, here we go. Garrett is uh, recalling him. Garrett, uh, Alex is stuck on a question. He needs your help. 
This is uh, oh this is to advance the next round. <laughs> oh Otherwise, boy. this game is over and this show is over, and we're only. And you know what? The show's pretty decent place right now. So. So either way, it's fine. Uh, this is the question. I'll give it to you right here. Eli, okay. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Um. Oh shit. Snafus. The screen went black for some reason. Eli Bradley, Rayshon Lucas. Oh, I can't figure out the last guy's name. <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, funny. Oh, here we go. It's reloading. Uh, Apple only makes the best devices, you know. <laughs> Get on it if you can. Uh, especially the iOS 11. It's not like my series the uh, dumber now than she was before. Uh, so Rachel um, Lucas, Eli Bradley, and Jeffrey Mace were once A, the Punisher, B, the Winter Soldier, C, the Patriot, or D, Spider-Man. Okay, say the question one more time. We didn't miss you at all. Eli Bradley... <laughs> Rayshaw Lucas and Jeffrey Mace were once A, the Punisher, B, the Winter Soldier, C, the Patriot, or D, Spider-Man? I would have to say C, the Patriot. Uh, Okay, Alex. uh, He says the Patriot. Are you going to go with his answer or are you going to go a different route? Like two I of have them, no absolute knowledge about who it actually is. Well, like two of them I know, I'm I'm almost 100% sure are not correct. And I already used my 50-50, so I, I don't have to worry about talking out loud now. <laughs> I was torn between Winter Soldier and the Patriot, but I was leaning towards the Patriot. Um, I would over, think the Patriot, because Winter Soldier is a newer hero. I don't think he's had enough time or history to be several other people. Because he was also in a story where it was took place during the Cold War, so and it was still Bucky. Bucky. Okay, I will. I'll agree with so. Garrett, and I'm going to go with the Patriot. The Patriot. Yeah. That's what you're going for. I'm going to go with Mel Gibson. Number the C. Patriot. Mel Gibson. Oops. And also Eli Bradley, Rayshawn Lucas, Jeffrey Mace. Correct. Thanks, Garrett. Woo, Thank you, Garrett. No you problem. can go to sleep. See ya. Have a great show, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye. Uh, that's uh, G. Walls. Obviously, still alive. That means Corey is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Second round. Here we go. All right. Remember, one lifeline left. You can skip a question, but if you get two wrong in a row, adios. We're done. Now, to be fair, I haven't missed one yet. You haven't, but it's a new round. You only lose two. Well, I round. get that. But... Yeah. You're just excited you didn't uh, miss the first one. Excuse again, me. Like you always do. Of course. Okay, here we go. Wait, I missed the first one. No, oh, yeah. I mean last time we played this game. Okay. The walking in the Walking Dead, the governor dies Bunker. in issue what? 50, 72, 111, or issue one. Son of a bitch. Should have asked Garrett for this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm not even going to pretend to take a guess. Skip this question. Skip this question. Yeah. He says it. What is it? 72. Okay. I was leaning towards 72. Here we go. Second question in the rounds. Uh, I still have to miss two, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just making sure. If you don't get the next two, but I lose. we might as well just end this game right now because these two are pretty easy. Uh, who was also a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? 
Is it uh, Venus de Milo? <laughs> Milo the Cat, Shredder, or Baxter, Stockman, Alex? <laughs> uh, Venus de Milo. Venus de Milo. <laughs> best Turtle. We always talk about Best Turtle. She's the best, right? Of course. Of course. Yeah. What was that show called? Uh, was it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Next Mutation? Next Mutation. Uh, next question. The Mighty Thor is the god of what? War, lightning, time, or thunder? Thunder. He is the god of thunder. Ooh, thanks for making those lights too easy. I figured you were going to fuck up on that governor question. So, In this game, I thought that we needed to be, be a full game, but it uh, turns out the show's going a little long. Who is the colorist for Black Science issue number one? Was it Matt Wilson, Matthew Hollingsworth, Dean White, or Dave Stewart? That first issue, who did it? Yeah, that's. I'll tell you now. We have a new colors now, so you can't yep. even look at that issue. So I say, no, who I know. Who started it, this thing? I'm thinking Hollingsworth. I think it's Hollingsworth. He was on it for a while. I think it's Hollingsworth. Hollingsworth, Matthew Hollingsworth. Yeah. No more lifelines. He's taking a shot in the dark. I'm taking it, Hollingsworth. Dean White, incorrect. Is it really? Yep. Dean oh White. wow, that was a long time ago. Number two question. We were just talking about earlier. New fifty two. We were talking about him earlier, too. Jeff Lemire. What new 52 title did Jeff Lemire write? Was it Frankenstein, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., B, Batman, C, Justice League, or D, Dead Man? <clears throat> Frankenstein, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Batman, Justice League, or Dead Man? Which one did Jeff Lemire write? New 52. I know it wasn't Batman, and I know it wasn't J.L., so I'm torn between... Dead man. I thought that was DC presents. You know what? I'm willing to. I'm willing to take this opportunity. Oh, shit! Fuck this game. It's doing so well too. Uh, I'm thinking Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein, Agent of Shield. Wait, Agent of Shield? Oh, Agent of Shade. Excuse me. Oh, I was like, if it's that, I'm fuck that. I know the other. I know it's the right answer. I did write Shield on here, but did it you? is Shade. It's Shade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with Frankenstein, Agent of Shade. That's what he's going for. You thought it was Dead Man, right? I was leaning towards Dead Man, but then I was thinking, I thought it was DC Presents. Yeah, it was DC Presents, and that was Paul Jenkins. So it is Frankenstein. Uh. <clears throat> You still can't lose this round, though, because you lost the first question. So better get this one on the number. Here we go. Why the last man is how many issues long? 75, 40, 60, or 50? How many issues is why the last man? 40. 40. 40 issues long. Why the last man? No more lifelines. Down to the wire. You're locking in at 40. Yeah, 40. He says 40 issues. What do you say? Because if you said 60, you were correct. Is it 60? 60 issues. No way. Yeah. 60 really? issues. Ran for five years. Wow. I don't remember being 60 issues, though. Like, that's what's crazy. Is I read that all five Collections, I guess, probably 12 in each. So You know what? Let's do this final question. I didn't write this shit for nothing. Uh, final question, obviously, if you remember, is uh, my answer to what I believe in my heart of hearts. To be true. If your heart has a heart. It's scary. And he has a heart attack. Do you die? Now you get a new heart. 
Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> what's the one series I'm ashamed I never read, but I have full access to read the whole thing? Is it Preacher? Because a lot of my favorite people uh, know, I, that I know, they love it, and I respect them. Is it New X-Men? Because it's Grant Morrison and Frank Quitely. Is it Why the Last Man? Because I love uh, BKV, and I've loved what I've read so far. Or is it Kingdom Come? Because Garrett borrowed to me about two years ago, and I, never <laughs> read, I haven't read one page. Um, Which one of these am I ashamed? I've never read it, but I got full access to the whole thing, so I can read it any day. Preacher, because it's a favorite of a lot of people I know and respect. New X-Men, because it's Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly. Why the Last Man? Because I love Brian K. Vaughn, and I've loved what I've read so far. I have read some of that. Kingdom Come, because Garrett borrowed to me about two years ago, and I haven't even read pages. Did you actually write those whole things out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? The I, I'm sure I am wrong. But I'm actually going to go. Why the last man? Why the last man? Because and the reason I the reason I, I my reason for saying it to you, Garrett's read it. I've read it. You're the one who and told who told us you guys to read to it. read it was you. Me. So I'm saying you. You're saying that brings shame to me. Correct. That your friends have read it, but you haven't. To my heart of hearts. Yes. The guy who had a heart attack. You know it. Dead. That's right. And <laughs> You you know, that's half the reason because I'm like guys you gotta read this is so good I read like the first uh, ten twelve issues it's five it's five big books so I assume twelve issues oh yeah 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 twelve so that's I why I said 12. forty because I was thinking four I read twelve and I'm like guys gotta read this thing it's so great uh, and then the next year uh, my wife got me the second volume the next twelve for Christmas still haven't read it and then I'm like and then you guys. I'm, Went and got the whole thing. He got the whole thing in issues because that. No, he got paper cut. He got. Trade oh, he got the trades. Yeah, he got the trades. And I got, I got the deluxe. Oh, you got the deluxe issues. Okay, got, yeah, yeah. You're uh, making up shit. No, I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get the issues. Somebody get the issues. <laughs> so anyways, and then you, and then he read them all, you read them all. And meanwhile, I sat here being like, it's pretty good, guys. <laughs> that first 12 issues, right? Uh, yeah, it's that. And also like, because. I've had so much time and like so many opportunities to read the whole thing. And it's I, on Hoopla. It's on Hoopla. That's okay. why I have full access to it. Uh, well, I, thought, I, thought. I have the first two. Yeah. And, and I knew and that. And also, putting together my Christmas list because uh, my wife asked me, she's like, you got to put something together early. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. And I saw my old list. I had all of them on there. And I was like, I'm not going to put them on the new list. Oh, really? But I really want to. But see, this is the thing. I know I'm going to do it, get them, and never read it. <laughs> so, I get that. I'm, it, I'm tired of getting stuff that I'm not going to read. I get that. I, I mean, I understand that. I got gray hairs. It's coming. That heart of hearts, he died. <laughs> Soon me. So who knows? You're on your second heart. You got this. Remember to visit our sponsors, uh, Roots of Something.com, Rainbow Comics and Cards.com. Uh, got to wind up this fucking show. People have already left already. If you're at this point, you're my favorite person in the world. Well, you're me and Alex for your person it's, in the world. This is the Alex and Marvin show. <laughs> this thing went long. We, we were worried this thing was going to go short. Yeah. I Guess thought this what? would be maybe an hour. You put us in a room together. We talk about a lot of things. Excellent last thing. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about Ghost Rider. We talk about Cool Dog. Guy's got glasses. Aviators. Um, not really. He's got a Hawaiian shirt, too. That's the epitome of cool. Like, I was ready for that movie. He's got <laughs> shades. He's got a Hawaiian shirt. He's got a head out of taxi. It sounds like a horrible Weekend at Bernie's movie. <laughs> it's pretty bad. You think... Cool. Do- Where are we gonna see Cool Dog versus Airbud? Like if that ever happens, I'm there, baby. Oh, shit. Uh, 
yeah, great week of comics. Like I said, I've been on a lot of, I've been on a positive kick lately. I'm tired of being negative. Well, I actually, I picked up, I repicked up Despicable Deadpool, like two ninety seven or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I picked up Amazing Spider Man seven eighty nine. Oh, I, you know what? I mean, all honesty, I'm trying to give Marvel a chance to impress me. I with looked jumping at, on I points. looked at the preview for Spider Man after I was like, hey, maybe I should get it. Whatever, you know. When I had that little uh, conflict on the forecast, listen to that. Uh, looked pretty good. You know what I mean? I, I was like, oh, maybe I'll try it. And same with seeing that, uh, um, shit, not Mystic Knight, Moon Knight. Yeah. Uh, Punisher with the War Machine suit. It's like, these are all part ones. You know what? Maybe I'll jump on just to see if I like it. Give them a one try. Because yeah, I dropped Skills chance. and Scoundrels and I dropped all new Wolverine. Picked up five new books after that. A positive mind will have a positive life. A negative mind will have a negative life. But if your heart of hearts is a heart attack, you're dead. Wow. I am your lover of X-Men Last Stand. My name is Marvin. Holy Moses. I am your Marvel star, Alex. And everyone, keep turning those pages. Hello, everybody. Batman here. I uh, just wanted to let you know you can follow the show at Wednesday Comics on Twitter, at Marvin underscore Saguero, at Alex Pastrello, at Pastrami underscore news, or at Garot2188. Facebook, you can go to Facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. Find us on Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share us with all your friends. Until next time, I've been Batman. Marvin, Marvin, it's uh, Sergeant America coming at you. Boom! Hey, I'm always talking to your uh, secretary, Google, and I don't know if you gave me the wrong number or what, but, you know, you know, Sergeant America, uh, long-time listeners, first-time calling. Uh, just wanted to tell you guys, Mr. Miracle is definitely the book to be read right now. Uh, <clears throat> this week, of course, I only picked up like three new books, uh, a lot of dollar wall books. Got the trade, so I did get that uh, of uh, Buzzkill, so I hope you guys weren't waiting for that one because that was good. Uh, also, I was wondering, uh, you know, uh, is Alex single? Uh, it's for my sister, not me. You know, still get his hopes up. Um She's a nice girl, nice girl. Kind of a mix between Bernhilda from the uh, Thor comics and the Hulk. Great Hulk, I should probably specify. Uh, really great dancer, uh, polka. I mean, she's got one leg shorter than the rest, so maybe you just spin her in circles. But I'm just passing the word on. So I'll, her number is 555-1212. So if uh, Alex is interested in that one, make sure he calls her. Otherwise, I hope you guys keep reading those wonderful pages. Get